Hi, everyone, and welcome to the American Constitutionalist. I'm Jeff Tokar, your host. I'm giving Cliff DeCamp the week off so he can enjoy the upcoming holiday weekend. The American Constitutionalist's main purpose is to defend and champion a return to the original intent and meaning of the United States Constitution. In addition, we at the American Constitutionalist are not afraid to mix politics and religion because we believe in America, they're inseparable. America was built as a Judeo-Christian nation and history proves it. Yet even though we were built on the Christian principles of the Bible as a Judeo-Christian nation, our founding fathers and framers of our constitution still left you with the freedom of choice in religion. The last weekend of May, we annually celebrate Memorial Day and we celebrate it over the long weekend. What does it mean to you? For many, it's an extra day off of work, the big three-day weekend that ushers in summer, a time for travel, family gatherings, picnics, relaxation, and just fun. But you really grasp what this special day and weekend is about? Originally, it was called Decoration Day from the early tradition of decorating graves with flowers, wreaths, and flags. Memorial Day is a day for remembrance of those who have died in service to our country. It's a time to remember the men and women, the American patriots who sacrificed their lives for this great country. I looked up some history about Memorial Day and I wanna share it with you. Memorial Day began as a response to the Civil War in which a total some 620,000 soldiers died. The loss of life and its effect on communities led to several spontaneous commemorations of the dead. In 1864, women from Bowlesburg, Pennsylvania, put flowers on the graves of their fallen soldiers from the recently fought battle at Gettysburg. The next year, a group of women decorated the graves of soldiers buried in a Vicksburg, Mississippi cemetery. Two years later, women from Columbus, Mississippi, laid flowers on the graves of both Union and Confederate soldiers. In the same month in Carbondale, Illinois, 219 Civil War veterans marched through town to Woodlawn Cemetery in memory of the fallen, where Union hero Major John A. Logan delivered the principal address. The ceremony gave Carbondale its claim to the first organized community-wide Memorial Day service. Waterloo, New York began holding an annual community service on May 5, 1866. Although many towns claim the title, it was Waterloo that won congressional recognition as the birthplace of Memorial Day. Though the name Memorial Day goes back to 1882, the older name Decoration Day didn't disappear until after World War II. It wasn't until 1967 that federal law declared Memorial Day the official name. The South didn't adopt the May 30th Memorial Day until after World War I, by which time its purpose had been broadened to include those who died in all of our country's wars. In 1971, the Uniform Monday Holiday Act shifted Memorial Day from May 30th to the last Monday in May. And that's how we celebrate it to this day. Here rests in honor glory, an American soldier known but to God. That is the inscription on the Tomb of the Unknowns, established at Arlington National Cemetery to inter the remains of the first unknown soldier, World War I fighter on November 11th, 1921. Unknown soldiers from World War II and the Korean War were subsequently interred in the tomb on Memorial Day, 1958. 
An emotional President Ronald Reagan presided over the intern of Six Bones, the remains of an unidentified Vietnam War soldier on May 28, 1984, which was Memorial Day. Fourteen years later, spurred by an investigation by CBS News, the Defense Department removed the remains from the tomb of the unknowns for DNA testing. The once unknown Vietnam fighter was identified as Air Force Pilot Lieutenant Michael Joseph Blassie, whose jet crashed in South Vietnam in 1972. Memorial Day has developed many traditions to this day of remembrance. General Order Number 11 stated that in this observance, no form of ceremony is prescribed. But over time, several customs and symbols became associated with the holiday. Most notably, it is customary on Memorial Day to fly the flag at half-staff until noon, and then raise it to the top of the staff until sunset. The World War I poem in Flanders Fields by John McCree inspired the Memorial Day custom of wearing red artificial poppies. In 2000, Congress established a national monument of remembrance which asks Americans to pause for one minute at 3 p.m. in an act of national unity. The time was chosen because 3 p.m. is the time when most Americans are enjoying their freedoms on the national holiday. Memorial Day commemorates the men and women who died while in military service of this country, particularly those who died in battle or as a result of their wounds sustained in battle. The sole purpose of Memorial Day is to memorialize the veterans who made the ultimate sacrifice for their country. The life, liberty, and freedom we enjoy today has been paid with the blood of those who made that sacrifice. That is why we at the American Constitutionalists champion our United States Constitution and freedom so reverently. My father served in the United States Navy in World War II. He was on the USS Frank Knox, a destroyer in the Pacific. My father was so proud of that American flag, the red, white, and blue. It meant so much to him. My brother also served in the Navy. My father and my brother knew the cost of liberty and freedom. The stars and stripes wave in honor of the great freedom of this magnificent republic we call America. We must never forget, and we must always fight for those who are trying to destroy it. The battle for our freedom rages today. If 21st century patriots do not heed the call to fight the anti-American aggressors from within and without, the life, liberty, and freedom fought for by brave men and women will soon be lost. You know, there was another champion who shed his blood for our eternal freedom. His name is Jesus, our Lord, God, and Savior. Our founding fathers and framers of our Constitution knew that truth. Founding this country is a Judeo-Christian nation seeking the blessings of God himself. God has truly blessed America as a city on the hill, a light for the world to see. But we've lost sight of this truth in this country's inception and have turned our back on God. God does not need America. America needs God. I hope you will join me and you will pray for God's divine intervention. He has the power to give authority and he has the power to take it away. If Christians, if Americans will turn back to him, he will fight the battle for us. You need to pray that God will grip and change the heart of those who are leading this destructive path this nation is on. Sometimes only suffering turns people's hearts back to God. 
Remember 9-11 and the return to God thereafter? But since then, we've left God. But you know what? He's not left us. We must return this nation to him or we will absolutely lose. God will never contradict his own character and detract from his glory. Therefore, he always keeps his covenant promises, even if his people do not. You know, God is in control and he alone can remove the evil within if we humble ourselves before him. It may be this power called upon through prayer and his divine intercession that brings America back into line to being the Judeo-Christian nation we were born to be. Isaiah 55 verses 6 and 7 in the Bible says, Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God, for he will forgive generously. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here to tell you, once liberty and freedom are lost in America, there will be no other place on this planet where it can flourish in the same fashion it has in America. It will never happen again. We will never be able to recapture what will be lost. So this Memorial Weekend, remember its true meaning. Remember the brave men and women, the patriots who have died for the freedom we have here in America. May God bless their souls. May God continue to bless America. We need you to stand with us at the American Constitutionalist, spreading the word as we strive to continue to be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty, justice, and freedom for all. Or will we continue to be complacent until it is too late? In Flanders Fields. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place and in the sky, the larks still bravely singing fly, sacred herd amid the guns below. We are the dead, short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. In Flanders fields, take up our quarrel with the foe, to you from failing hands we throw, the torch be yours to hold it high if you break faith with us who die. We shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders fields. Ladies and gentlemen, American patriots, we must not sit idly by and watch the price that was paid for blood for our liberty and freedom to be lost to a woke generation of narcissistic euphoric socialists. Will you stand with us and fight the good fight to preserve this great nation? On behalf of Clifty Camp, this is Jeff Tokar reminding you that we at the American Constitutionalist still support and believe in God, America, and freedom. <laughs>